Look who decided to show up. Ten minutes. Say, me and Yusuf have been having a heart to heart. Yeah, that's like fifteen minutes talking about life and and God knows what. And you two yeah. decide to stroll in. You know, it's nine forty six, sir. I still I only have two hours till I go to sleep. This is me ridiculous. and the it's okay. You only need five hours of sleep, bro. You're good. Yeah, <laughs> some days I need more. Today I ran Yo. a lot. Okay. Yo, Ibrahim, is that a Dunder Mifflin hat? Yo, bro, yeah. Bro, oh, that is like Scott, let's like go. It. That's what she said. <laughs> yo, yo, my bad, my bad. Our professor kept us long. He was telling this crazy story about how you got another attorney disbarred years ago. And it was actually like it was crazy. Uh, but yeah, we don't have to talk about that. But you he can't kept name us long. names, right? I can name all the names. I'm not, not an HIPAA, attorney bro. yet. It's not HIPAA. <laughs> it's not HIPAA. In a couple of years, I, I won't be able to. <laughs> Dude, that's legit, bro. You guys yeah, can you... hear me okay, though? Oh, man. I was about to make that joke. <laughs> I feel like every episode we've done. Obeyed is just shaking his head. Like, how, how, am I, how am I dealing with these guys? Week in, week out, podcast after podcast. I'm sorry, yeah. Obeyed. It's okay, man. But I, I I do have a couple of good dad jokes today I wanted to start with. You know what? Just, just because you waited for me, I will laugh at every single one. I got you. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> That's why you're my guy. Um, what do you since I live in Ohio, it kind of makes sense. So how do you get a country girl's attention? Oh my god, dude. I know I, I think I have an idea. Say it, but I don't want to okay. say it. Kirksville, let's setting go. Us up. For a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what were you thinking? What were yeah, you thinking? What were you thinking bro? Like, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I, I can't say it. All right, what do you guys call a pudgy psychic? Sean Spencer. No, pudgy. I love Sean fat. Spencer. Yeah, I know he's a little chubby. A fortune teller. Ah. <laughs> welcome everyone to the 28th and the adrian peterson the all day episode of the Bench Mob Scrubs podcast. Just like AP's career is over, the season has concluded as well. So first of all, I'd like to thank Ibrahim for hosting us for an incredible Super Bowl event. And he is two for two. Every Super Bowl we've gone to at his residence has been a great Super Bowl. So uh, mad props. Thank you again for opening up your house, inviting us and giving us some delicious food and hospitality. So uh, and then hopefully, you know, we can keep it going uh, wh- wherever we are, but just together as friends. And I truly do appreciate all that time with you guys together. You know what? I was... I, I'm so happy you guys came over and, and obeyed just to continue our, our tradition of weird bathroom gifts. Um, you know, when you got your first place in Ohio, I got you a plunger. We yes. don't have to talk about that story, but thank you so yeah. much for bringing Alota. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and a garbage can. I brought yes! the garbage can. Yeah, the real MVP. <laughs> yeah, look when when my name is called, I I'm, I, I come to deliver. They don't. They call me FedEx for a reason because I'm here. Do you deliver like Demar Derozan? <laughs> no, he's, oh. he's a, he was 
He was a great pickup. I, I mean, I saw it coming from High Lord. You guys know. <laughs> He's like, you I guys, called it. Let's get to the meat and potatoes part of this episode, which is, um, you know, coincidentally, this is my one of my least favorite episodes to do because it signifies the end of the NFL season. Season is done for, uh, but what a way for the season to end. And just as the past four, uh, the, all the four uh division or on games, the two conference championship games, this game comes down to be a nail biter as well. And so um, very excited to talk about uh, how the Super Bowl unfolded. Uh, it wasn't, it was one of those games like we had mentioned previously the last few weeks uh, and last week is that it was hard to be upset at anybody who won. And these, both of these teams were easy to root for, for different reasons, but you know, um, I wasn't upset that the Rams won. Obviously, it wanted Cincinnati win, and I'm sure if since he won, I, I'm sure those one those rooting for the, you know, uh, Rams wouldn't have been super disappointed as well. So it was one of those like good heartfelt type of games. Um, had us on the edge of our seats, and I'm sure it had many of the 112 million uh, viewers uh, on the edge of their seats as well. Toward you know the end of the fourth quarter. Uh, but there was a lot in the game that was important to discuss, especially a couple questionable refereeing calls, a couple of play calls from both of the coaches. And I'd like to kind of dive into that. But um, we have your new champions, the Los Angeles Rams uh, for the 2022-2023 season. And I'd like to have Yusuf. 2021-2022 season. Uh, that's true. I'm looking ahead. Wow, maybe... I'm just predicting, predicting the future. Super- Maybe I just predicted they go back to back. Who knows? But <laughs> congratulations to the Rams and uh, congratulations to Yusuf being the only one to choose the Rams to choose them to win the Super Bowl and stuck stuck to his guns, even though I predicted that they would do this preseason. But that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> Yusuf, you we got to time box this because I also voted for the Rams last week. Do you right. mean? At the beginning of the season, he's, at the beginning of the playoffs. He's talking about the playoffs. Playoff. Yusuf okay, yeah. playoffs. So Yusuf yeah, had it. Yusuf is right. He was yeah, the Yusuf. only one. So I'd he's like got to the have receipts. your thoughts, Yusuf. <laughs> you know, as being being a fellow champion and winner, how does it feel to be in the same spectrum now? Uh, man, it it's unbelievable. This is not uh, a place that I've... Uh, I know you. Been, don't, I, I know you're not here ever, but like, but, I know but no, exactly. And so right now, I'm trying to compose myself and act like I've been there before. Exactly. Even though you guys all know I really haven't. And as much flack as I give Obeid, Daniel, and Ibrahim for all their wrong takes, I have many, many, many of my own. So uh, it's really nice to finally be right about one thing. Uh, like I told you guys. Um, this Los Angeles Rams was built to win the Super Bowl now. And they bought in, man. And they gave up everything to make sure that they had what they needed to get them to that point, right? Even during the season, they made moves, right? To get Von Miller, Odell Beckham, who turned out to, you know, I, I hate that he got injured in the Super Bowl, but he caught a touchdown pass. He did what he needed to do. Cooper Cup had a stellar season, which just continued on uh, through the postseason, which was amazing to see. Aaron Donald, I mean, what can you say? This dude played lights out. But, you know, ultimately, I think the one move that really put the Rams over the top was Matthew Stafford. I think, like I've been saying, 
he was wasting away in Detroit. This guy is an elite quarterback. And I think all of you guys, I think all of us have said that it's just, he's never gotten that national spotlight because he's been stuck on the lions. But when you give him talent, like Megatron, those years with Megatron, man, he killed it. He had like multiple 4,000 yard passing years, 40 touchdown pass. I mean, 40 touchdown seasons. Um, He just needed a championship team and he finally got it. And in his first year with them, he won. So I, I and, and you know what's crazy is the the one play that's been circulating through Twitter and Instagram is that no yeah. look pass to Cooper Cup, which is unreal, absolutely unreal. And I was listening to the radio today, and uh, Dave Wanstead was on, and he was talking about how Matt Stafford was actually making those plays in Detroit as well. But because it was Detroit, nobody ever saw it. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like for mm-hmm. somebody to do a no-look pass at that point of a Super Bowl means he's done it before, right? And yeah. so, you know, Matt, I'm just happy Matt Stafford was able to kind of showcase his talent that not a lot of the nation has been able to see over the past couple of years. And us being in Chicago, seeing the Lions twice a year, we've actually been able to see that. Um, so, so super, super happy for that guy. Super happy for Cooper cup. I'm happy. Odell Beckham, you know, finally got his ring, uh, and Aaron Donald. Uh, so those are kind of my thoughts. All right. Um, well, we'll get the loser's takes now. Um, boy, no, Ibrahim, you chose the winner. You chose them to win too, right? (laughs) Yeah, I did, man. Okay. You know what? We'll, we'll, we'll lead it off with you to to end off the winners and then we'll head into the unfortunate loser loser bracket. Yeah. loser bracket. Yeah. Well, well, you know, first off, I loved watching the game together, right? The, the times we can actually get together. Shout out, Obey. You drove like 37,000 miles from uh, from Ohio. Like, what was that? Six six hours. It's in it Cincinnati. Was... It's in Ohio. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm just okay. I'm saying it because, okay. you know, the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but, yeah, you drove out. It was an awesome game. Thank you guys for, you know, it was a housewarming for me too. Uh, we didn't have everything moved in, which is why I needed the help obeyed, but it was just nice watching the game with you. But the thing that really got me, and I don't know if you guys remember this, but Matt Stafford's rookie year. I remember I was watching a Lions game at the end of the fourth quarter. He gets like destroyed, right? His He, he messes up his shoulder. They pull him out the game. The defense calls a timeout. So he actually, he has the presence where his shoulders messed up but he knows that they call the timeout so he can go back in. He goes back in, throws a touchdown pass, and the entire time to the to the sideline, people are trying to like give him high fives, and he's trying to keep him away from his shoulder because his shoulder's in so much pain. And I remember watching that game, and I was like, oh, my God, the Bears are screwed for the next decade because this guy is going to take over the division. But like Yusuf said, he just never got enough talent around him. They, on the defensive side – from a head coaching GM perspective, they weren't really built to win. Um, and funny enough, he goes to the Rams. The Rams were in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, right? This is not like this is okay. It's not KD to the Warriors, but it's still somebody going to a, a really good team. Yeah. And he goes there and they are built to win. And I mentioned this last time, right? The tale of two teams. You got the 49ers and you got the Rams. The Rams went all in. They were like, our time to win is now. We got uh, Aaron Donald. We got Cup. We got 
this person, we got this team, we got a great young coach. The time to win is now. They went all in and halfway through the year, I was seriously doubting Matt Stafford. You can pull up the tapes. I didn't believe in him. In the playoffs, I thought we were going to see Matt Stafford from the Lions, but he proved me wrong. And going into the Super Bowl, I picked the Rams, but my heart really wanted to pick Joe Burrow. And so I got to give the man love. He, he delivered. I know he threw two picks, but one of the picks was not his fault as all. The, the ball got tipped. The other one, I love that he went for it. Right. It was, he, he went for the, he went for the jugular. He went to win the game. Yeah. Um, it just, he, he just needed to put a little more air underneath the ball, but he did when it counted that last drive, he did exactly what he needed to do. He iced the game and then his defense came up big where his defense in Detroit never came up big like that for him. And, you know, respect, respect to Matt, Matt, uh, Stafford, respect to Usman for for being dedicated as a yeah, fan to go all the way big out. Shout there. out! <laughs> uh, but dude, I I the game was amazing. It wasn't a blowout. It was a three point game. I I loved the way it ended, except for the whole YouTube TV issue. <laughs> yes, we had, a little, we had a little debacle apparently uh, during the game that in the fringe moments of the game when. We needed the volume and vision of the TV more than anything else at that moment. It let us down. Um, so that was a little bit of a bittersweet moment there. Well, actually, there was nothing sweet about it. It was just quite bitter. But luckily, you know. Luckily, Danielle had his phone. Danielle's Yahoo Sports app really came through for us clutch, clutch. in those waning moments. And then the TV ended up, you know, fixing. So we, we were able to catch the um, conclusion of the game. Um, speaking of Danielle's Yahoo Sports app, how do you feel about the result, Danielle? And um, are you surprised? Well, first of all, I was happy that it was a close game, which is what I really, really wanted uh, throughout. You know, it was relatively close throughout the, uh, throughout the whole game, which is uh, what's important to me. Uh, but a couple of things stood out. Obviously, the injuries, that's one thing that was disappointing. We had so many injuries in the Super Bowl. You had Beckham going out in the second quarter, I believe. He was doing really well. I think he had 50 yards, a touchdown as well. was looking like he was going to be the MVP, not Cooper Cup. Uh, and then you had, you know, obviously Stafford get injured. It uh, seems like he was he got hurt bad. And then at the end, obviously, you had Burrow get injured in the fourth, uh, which definitely, I think, hindered him from uh, doing well in, on the last drive because I think he would have had a better chance of scoring if he was healthy and he was able to move. But... I know they also said that he didn't even let the medical staff look at him uh, once he got injured because he was just like, I'm going back in there. I don't care. He's a beast. Um, I'm excited for the future for the Bengals because they have draft picks coming up. Uh, and I know I was looking at their, um, uh, um, what's it called? The mock draft. They have like 10 picks. All 10 of them should be offensive linemen because that's what <laughs> the guy needs. Uh, because that's literally what he needs. And he got sacked again. Like I, I think Ibrahim and Yusuf had called out seven times which is crazy uh but this guy you know just kept getting up uh and man donald aaron donald um had two sacks like eight rushes um but he made the play right he got there if burrow i don't know if you guys saw this picture but if burrow had maybe a couple more seconds uh chase was open open. he burned ramsey again ramsey was getting burned by the way i know he's supposed to be a great cornerback but he got destroyed a couple of times Mm -hmm. one of them was a 
unfortunate, terrible call by the ref on the uh, face mask, which wasn't called. But nonetheless, he did get tortured by the uh, Bengal receivers. Um, but also props to the Bengals, man. I think their defense came to play uh, between Cam Akers, um, Sony Michelle, and Henderson. They had 30 yards rushing total combined, which is crazy when you think about it. Uh, and props to Stafford. He deserves it. Uh, I know he threw two picks. One of them I don't really count because it was in the end zone. And it was third down, so they were going to punt it away anyway. It's worth taking a chance. Uh, but he was missing two of his top two of his top receivers. He was missing, obviously, Beckham, and then he was obviously missing Robert Woods. We had people like uh, Skolrunik making uh, plays who we've never heard of. Uh, so, you know, overall, great game. I'm happy for Stafford, as, like, as we said. We're happy for anyone that would have won this game. But um, I think the Bengals will be back, and I think Burrow is going to be really good for years to come. And I hope they were talking about also, like, I hope this doesn't become an Andrew Luck situation where, you know, they don't get him the help and he retires early because he just keeps getting banged up. Hopefully they get him the help that they, that he needs. Uh, I think that's going to be really key. And one more thing before I forget one bad thing about the coach from the Bengals, Zach Taylor, Joe Mixon was not there on third and fourth down. They had some guy named Perrine, like, What's it called? Um, Mixon has 72 yards rushing, so it's not like he was struggling. I have no clue why Mixon was not there and why you would give it to Perrine instead of giving it to Mixon. It doesn't make sense. I don't know. We'll see. Um, But that was one thing unfortunate from the Bengals' perspective. If I was a fan, I would be really mad. But all right, good game. So I got to say one thing. You know what's crazy? (laughs) Put uh... put some respect back in Samaji Pirine's name, all right? (laughs) <laughs> third, right. down, third down goat okay so they had him in i agree 100 he sh- mixing your best players need yeah. to be in in the most crucial moments of the game but i guess they were the, he's more of a third down back and i guess if when he's in they're more of a pass team so then they surprise with that third down run but he didn't, didn't try work. on the last play if you look at it burrow got rid of the ball it wasn't too far he could have dove and got for it uh I don't know. Dude, you know what's crazy? Speaking of what Danielle said and how he said all their 10 picks should go to the like drafting offensive linemen, Joe Burrow, season and playoffs combined, sacked 70. 70. Times. That's crazy. That's crazy. 7 0. That is unreal. This guy is a franchise quarterback. That's three and a half sacks a, a game. Insane. That's insane, dude. That's some David Carr numbers right there. Yeah. Shout out David Carr. Uh, your brother's doing better than you, but you're pretty good too. And Jay Cutler. <laughs> Shout out Jay Cutler. 50, 50 Yo, times. But but you uh Danny, uh your your statement of Joe Burr not letting the medical staff look at him, is that true? Yeah. That's what I read. Bro, That's what I read too. That's bro, what I read. Yo, book it. He is my now favorite player. And in the, the good NFL. thing is they did check. He I'm, doesn't I'm need calling it now. My favorite player. Don't say I'm getting I'm getting on the bandwagon before he wins the chip, but I am on the Joe Burrow swag cigar bandwagon. Let's also, I don't go. think he's, I don't no, think he's so, injured. I don't think he's getting surgery or anything. They said everything looks yeah. fine, which is good. The, also, They were saying that if this was any other game, he would not have played. But obviously, since the Super Bowl, yeah. you know, being the last few drives of the game, they're going to tough it out. But honestly, on paper, this game was the Rams should have won this game uh, and by a decent margin. Uh, this game, but a lot of things uh, occurred. They had lost Tyler Higby before the game started. They had a, the unfortunate injury to Odell Beckham um, throughout the game, and but 
they persevered and their defensive line stepped up when they needed to step up those players that they traded for that they gave those big contracts to um it paid off it paid off they went all in and they won you know it's it's not it's rare to see that you know you can uh, across all sports you have some teams that just kind of stack on uh, a lot of players and 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 salary cap they forget about it and this and that but it didn't this doesn't work out but it worked out for the rims and so a lot, a lot of interesting things happen but at the end of the day i think it comes down to the cooper cup is an absolute beast he is an absolute beast he is a he does everything he's like the debo samuel for the los angeles rams and you know, it was one of those things where the Bengals wanted to double and triple cover Cooper Cup, but you know, big shout out and props to um, Sean McVay for doing certain things because Cooper, most of his plays are actually in the slot, so he's a bigger slot receiver. Most slot receivers are five ten and under. He's six two two ten, so he's a big giant slot receiver. But he, since he's so good, he has the ability to play on the outside as well. Right. And so they were lining him up in different parts of the field. And he was doing a lot of crossing patterns going from one part of the field to the opposite side of the field as well. So it's hard for you. Basically, the, the, the Rams were like, we're going to give Cooper the ball. You can double team him if you know where he's going. And that's exactly what they did, especially in those crucial moments, because he was held to like 50 yards or, or, or four catches for something before that fourth quarter started. And, and then that final drive, when they got that touchdown, Stafford's like, uh, I'm either throwing it away or I'm giving it to cup. It's basically ride or die at this point. And, and it paid off in a very pivotal way at the end. But uh, I can't say enough about the Bengals. They made heck of an effort. You know, they went, they, you know, you could say that they weren't supposed to be here. I'm doing this in air quotes, but because at every step of the playoffs, they were doubted. They were never favorites in any game that they were in. None of the games that they were favorited in, uh, you could easily make an argument for the other team, especially those last two games at Tennessee and at uh, Kansas City, who were prohibitive. Uh, yes, they were going to beat the Titans no matter what. <laughs> right, exactly. Sorry, Yusuf. Uh, prohibitive favorites, you know, going going into that in, into those games, but. Uh, just the perseverance and uh, of Burrow and, and the rest of the team coming together. And I think, you know, moving forward as Danielle and you guys uh, reiterated that they need to invest in an offensive line. You know, we don't want to see another, another unfortunate Andrew Luck situation where he's so beaten up that he's going to end up retiring. But uh, I don't see that thing in Burrow. I think he has this passion. He has a fire in him and, um, We'd be fools to say that this is the last time you see him in Super Bowl. I truly think that um, he has one. He has a something inside him that's gonna propel himself and the team uh, forward into into the new generation of of, of the Cincinnati Bengals. And I think uh, and 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 on the flip side with the Los Angeles Rams, uh, Stafford's thirty four years old. You could say he's got at least four good years left, especially with how. Uh, long quarterbacks are playing now and, you know, Brady played till 45 Manning played till 39 breeze was 40, 41 rivers was around 40 Roethlisberger was 39, 40 Eli Manning was 38. So you could say he has a minimum good four playing years left. 
if he is, you know, taken care of offensively, but he's not the most athletic guy in the world and he doesn't need to, because that's not his game. He's got a giant arm and that's what he relies on. And, you know, that's what helps him win games. And so, you know, this is not the last of the Rams that you've seen, but the only thing I'm a little suspect on with the Rams going forward is that um, how the hell are you going to get this team back together with all the people that you have to pay? That's my only concern. That's why I say the future looks a little brighter for the Bengals, even though they kind of have a sour taste in their mouth because they have so much cap money left over Joe Burrow is still in his rookie contract and you can get so you can invest so much going into the future. They didn't have to, you know, sacrifice so much in the draft to go up a couple of picks. Um, they have, you know, full, full set of uh, picks in the draft. They have money to spend in free agency. Uh, so the world is their oyster at this point. So I'm excited to see how next year is going to, going to play out for both of these teams moving forward. Now, do you guys, uh, there was a couple calls that face mask call. Apparently Aaron Donald was offsides on that fourth down play that he came to, you know, wait, really? Apparently there's a picture. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, There's a picture that he was lined up offsides. His helmet was past the ball or so. Yeah. And, and his hand was on like where that ball was, which is supposedly not supposed to have that. So there was a few calls, kind of some home cooking for their ends, but then you had that, you know, face mask penalty on T Higgins on the first play in the third quarter that, you know, exploded for that touchdown. Uh, and so a lot, a lot of those plays, I say at the end of the day, those things cancel out. They cancel out. But uh, do you guys have any thoughts on those penalties? Do you think that they had a significant impact on the game? Well, I'm looking at the penalty right now for Aaron Donald. He was definitely offsides. That changes the game. They get the first down. They keep going. Yeah. It's unfortunate. The ref no, wasn't really great this time. It was, there was a lot of it was. Calls. They were they were letting them play in the beginning of the game, and I feel felt like they kind of tightened it up towards the end, you know. But you know, ultimately, you get sixty minutes, right? And uh, yeah, there were bad calls. And as a fan, when when there's bad calls against the Chicago Bears, I'm fuming. I'm furious, and I do think there are instances where a bad call can really change the course of a game like the Rams versus the saints. Um, that was that, horrendous. Yeah. That pass interference that was not called was just absolutely ridiculous. But in this case, you know, the, the face mask um, on Jim Ramsey that didn't get called and then ended up being a touchdown. Yeah, that sucks. But who's to say that Joe Burrow and the Bengals wouldn't have gone down and scored on that touch uh, a touchdown on that drive anyway, you know, even being pushed back 15 yards for the face mask. And I feel like it get cancels out because even though the Bengals won that call, you know, Aaron Donald being offsides uh, on the four, fourth down, that kind of canceled that part. So I, I think there's just too many intangibles that go in a game. Uh, and yeah, even though there is like games, like I mentioned, the Rams and the saints decided on like officiating, I don't necessarily think uh, this Super Bowl was, if that makes sense. I agree. No, I, I, I agree. Aaron Donald looks off offsides. I still, if they get that first down, I still think the Rams shut them down. I, I don't think they, they go and win, get a touchdown and win the game. I agree with what you're saying, but um, yeah, no, I, calls I, I don't think it changes too, the outcome. I think, I think the thing is the Super calls Bowl. bounce out technically. Yeah, yeah. For, for this Super Bowl, I think that they did. Uh, does it always happen? Not necessarily, but I think this one. It's unfortunate uh, that those calls were not properly made by the refs, though. Right? Yeah. 
They're supposed to be. But the that's best. the that's the have debate you guys we were having, ever right? Ref about a football um, game? being able all the to... time. <laughs> <laughs> you still go ahead, finish up. Remember, no, I know. Sorry, I was going, I was you know, saying, it's harder uh, than refing a game. <laughs> Making sure everybody here talks when they're supposed to talk. <laughs> I feel like it's got to be a free flow conversation kind of thing, you know. Mm. But as I was saying, remember Daniel? As Lee, I was saying, no. <laughs> <laughs> we were having this conversation about uh, how Obeid explained the rule that if it was called pass interference, then you can yeah. challenge it. But if it's not, if nothing's called, then you can't challenge it. Yes. Like, I feel like the NFL needs to change that. Yeah, like, that's a ASAP. super rule. I think everything should be reviewable. Did you yes. have yes. the technology at this point? Yeah, Utilize just challenge. It. Yeah, yeah that, it doesn't make sense to use it for some things bad, and not But that's going to slow down the game so much. I don't Dude, know. It's not like you're challenging bro. every time. It's you have like, one yeah, it's it's not not like limited two challenges. You have limited challenges. You have limited challenges. And nobody's going to turn it Oh, this challenge is taking too long. Turn Dude, but you rather get the right call though. Million people. Yeah, you rather yeah, you get the right, right call. Yo, my, people yeah. watch it for the halftime show. Eminem, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah, shout out. Imagine, awesome, imagine awesome that. Awesome. Uh, that the third. Imagine if the Bengals scored uh, on that last play, like when Higgins scored. If that was the last play of the game, imagine how much hoopla would be caused if that hoopla. face mark wasn't called. You know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, what that I mean knows, by that is that, when it's yeah, also when it also happens, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, exactly. nobody talks about it because the Bengals lost. But Absolutely. if they hadn't, yep, people would yep. be complaining. The Rams fans would be saying that was a blown call. We should have yep. never gotten you know, that. So, you, know, you know, the graciousness of Cincinnati is that we are celebratory that the Rams won. We're congratulating of, of them. And we have no excuses to why we lost. We lost to a better team. We're going to come out and do better. We're not complaining. We're not like Chicago fans. This is BS. It's a conspiracy against Cincinnati. No, where we lost, we lost, we played our best. We're going to come back next year. That's the Cincinnati way. The anti-Chicago method. How long have you been method. there for? How long huh? have you been there for? That is irrelevant <laughs> to what I'm saying. When, when Obey jumps on a bandwagon, it's like he's been there for his entire life. Entire you should life. know this by now. You wouldn't even know. You wouldn't even know. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You know what Bart Starr said? Did you see this that I posted? He yeah. said... Bart Starr, you know, legendary quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Anyone can support a team that is winning. It takes no courage. But to stand behind a team, to defend a team when it is down and really needs you, that takes a lot of courage. Congratulations to Abade for being courageous. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'd like to conclude it with kind of like a, a, a quick, fun little um, – prediction thing and so uh like a pre-nfl off-season bold prediction kind of one for each of y'all uh, i'll start off with danielle what is like one off-season bold prediction you have going into the off-season for me i think we're gonna see a trade for a quarterback and for me i think it's gonna be um watson i think he's gonna get okay. moved where uh, i can see be bold. him going be bold, to danielle. maybe seattle uh, and whoa, maybe whoa, Watson with Russell whoa, Wilson. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you can't just say Watson. You got to say Watson and Wilson going to get traded. Well, yeah. yeah. Each other. Yeah. I, I, that's what I think. But, uh, but I think Watson's going to get moved regardless. That was a great prediction, uh, Danielle. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> you said- <laughs> All right. Yusuf, um, Danielle said there's going to be a swap of quarterbacks, Wilson and Watson. What is your, off-season prediction 
Can I also talk about uh, a couple quarterback swaps? You can talk about anything you want, buddy. It's, oh, you got okay, the floor. Cool. The, the floor is mine. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to piggyback on what Danielle said. If he says that Watson is going to Seattle, I'm saying Russell Wilson is going to Indianapolis. Ooh. And Aaron Rodgers is leaving Green Bay. Inshallah. Mm. <laughs> <And> inshallah. <laughs> and Mitchell Trubisky Ooh. is going to be the new quarterback of the Washington Commanders. Oh my Ooh. God, that's some that, that's, that's a some lot bold, of moves. bold predictions, Yusuf. Ibrahim, you, you know, write I'm this writing, down. I'm riding so... high on this Rams Super Bowl win. You know? <laughs> Ibrahim, I'm you're taking next, notes. So you take notes in case if and when and likely Yusuf is wrong, you have something to go off of. What's your bold prediction going into the offseason? Do my my bold prediction? I'm not going to focus on player transition. I'm going to focus on retirements mm. and somebody unretiring oh. i think tom brady Ooh. i think tom brady is going to come back halfway through the year and play for the 49ers <laughs> i think i think he's going to do you know what um eric uh Weddle, i forget his last Weddle. name yeah, Weddle. Eric Weddle. Uh, Weddle. he came five weeks left in the season was a defensive signal caller in the super bowl won a chip re-retired tom brady still wants to play He's going to give his family a great summer. He's going to stay in shape. He's going to send his kids off to school in the fall. And right around November, he's going to get the itch. And the 49ers are going to be like, we need a quarterback to win. And Tom Brady, his hometown team, is going to be like, you know what? Let me take one shot to honor Joe Montana and the 49ers who he grew up watching. That is my bold prediction. The boldest of all predictions. So that's a very bold prediction for an NFL season, but we're talking about the off season. So what is your off season NFL <laughs> prediction? <laughs> this is the second podcast oh, where Ibrahim yeah. answers his own question. Uh, uh, see, see what I'm talking about? An uh, NFL yours. game? <laughs> roughing an NFL game is easy compared to this, guys. <laughs> All right, my bold prediction yeah, is actually bold prediction. Boring. The Bengals get an offensive just, line. Yo, I'm just happy there's not a Bulls game on right now because we have all of Daniel's attention. Today. <laughs> yeah, I know that's crazy. Yeah, he'd be texting us in the group like, "Oh my god, Levine dunked." LOL. Why is Troy, Bra- why is Troy Brown still in the game? Bro, I hate Troy Brown. <laughs> all right, with all, all my. Right. So my bold prediction is boring. I say there are no quarterback changes. Um, I know, I know, I know. I'm, and I'm not, ta- I'm not like, oh, like a backup quarterback goes. Talk about major changes that include like Wilson, Watson, the Trubisky, I guess. But yeah, no, no major quarterback changes, and even Rogers. I think they all stay pat where they are. That's pretty um, bold. That that's what I think. Uh, that's all this talking in here its own there. way. Obey, don't sell yourself short. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, um, but I don't need you to speak up for me. So I think. <laughs> so I don't think anybody's going to move. I think everybody stays pat and it's uh, where we are. And um, thank you, everybody, for listening to our 28th yep. episode of the Bench Mob Scrubs podcast. Uh, it was a sad episode as the NFL season has concluded. But we're also excited as the future of the Bench Mop Scrubs is looking bright as ever. We got more content for you. 
We got the NBA playoffs down the line. We got uh, baseball season starting and uh, some tennis tournaments, right? Uh, okay. I guess none of you guys are interested in that. Um, but yeah, catch us again soon and uh, appreciate you guys for listening to us. And you guys can catch us on our very active Twitter account, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, uh, what else, Yusuf? Um, Facebook. I said that. Twitter. Yes, Twitter. I already said that too.